Wow, I can't believe it, Gretchen said, her pretty green eyes fixed on her computer monitor. That's Bobby Jordan. She lowered her voice to a near whisper, and I knew the juicy part was coming. Riley's not in the photo. She looked at me, her eyes round. Bobby's holding Ruby Bauer's hand. I knew I shouldn't look at the photograph. I didn't want to contribute to the already rampant rumors that Bobby and Riley Jordan's marriage was on the rocks. As I neatened a pile of antiques-themed magazines, tapping the bottom edges to square them up, I told myself to walk away, just walk away. Instead, I found myself rationalizing looking. The photo was, after all, on a public website, and I didn't see how taking a quick peek could do any harm. It wasn't as if I were peeping into someone's bedroom, after all. Curiosity and discretion warred inside me, and curiosity won. The photo was just as Gretchen described. I shrugged, feigning a lack of interest. Maybe Riley's just out of the shot, I said. I suppose. Or maybe she's in the ladies' room. Gretchen stared at the photo for a moment longer, then turned to face me. Do you think they're... I didn't know how to respond. Bobby Jordan was the founder of the trendy Rocky Point-based blue-themed restaurant chain, and since he was as charismatic as he was handsome, his occasional TV appearances had opened a floodgate of work and social opportunities. Within a year, he'd become one of the most recognizable celebrity chefs in the world. He was also a former Olympic biathlon medal winner and the grandson of Babs Miller, one of America's sweethearts, an Olympic figure skating champion in the 1930s, one of the first female graduates of Hitchens University. Bobby's flagship restaurant, The Blue Dolphin, was my favorite hangout. Riley, his wife of seven years, was more reserved. She exuded ladylike elegance. If there had been a New Hampshire best-dressed list, she'd have been at the top. She was also a serious collector of vintage clothing and had recently started a small consulting business advising museums and individuals on how to build their 20th century designer clothing collections. Her book, Collecting Vintage Clothing, had brought her instantaneous acclaim in the fashion world. During my first year in Rocky Point, I'd heard Riley speak at the Rocky Point Women's Club. Her topic had been letting your passion drive your collecting. She'd focused on her own favorite collectibles, vintage clothing, specifically the sexy and glamorous gowns designed by Bob Mackie and the practical and stylish separates designed by Claire McCardle, the groundbreaking inventor of ready-to-wear fashion. I'd been transfixed. Not only had Riley's presentation been filled with insider stories, she'd been a terrific speaker, energetic, accessible, and informative. I could trace my fascination with vintage clothing to Riley's fun and inspiring program. Bobby and Riley Jordan were a golden couple, and it was awful to think that their relationship was unraveling. I looked at the photo again. Ruby Bowers was a bona fide A-list movie star. She was tall and ethereal, 
in her early thirties and single, and her comings and goings were constant fodder for the gossip magazines. I knew this because Gretchen, the first employee I'd hired when I opened Prescott's Antiques and Auction six years earlier, had an addiction to celebrity gossip and chattered about her all the time. In this shot, Ruby was wearing Versace. Bobby's tux had been tailored by a pro. It wasn't the first time Ruby's name had been connected to Bobby's. Lurid headlines and cheesy tabloids had become the norm. According to Riley, there was nothing to it but a publicity stunt that seemed to be working.